Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. And our guest today via telephone, calling in from First Centennial Title, we have Ryan Literal talking to us about a big event that's coming up here in uh, another part of our northern Nevada area. How are you doing today, Ryan? I am doing well, Peter. Thank you for asking. How are you today? I'm just doing fantastic, enjoying a nice September home buying and home selling season in northern Nevada. And when it comes to real estate, I mean, that's one of the biggest things to talk about. And I'm so glad that you're with us to chat about Gardnerville, Minden, that Carson Valley area. It's very exciting. Uh, tell us about the office grand opening that's coming up. Absolutely. So I am happy to announce that we are having a grand opening for our newest branch here in the northern Nevada region, our Gardnerville Minden office. Uh, that branch is actually being run by Sherry Ackerman, who some of you may know. She's been in the industry for 30 years, all in Douglas County. Uh, she's our senior, senior escrow officer, as well as our branch manager for that location. Uh, we also have Tracy McLeod, who heads up our business development for the Carson Valley. She's been in the industry for 40 years. Mm -hmm. She's the affiliate director south for SNR, as well as the education coordinator for Business Network International. Uh, but we're just happy to be out there September 28th, 4 o'clock. We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. And it's going to be your chance to just meet the team, both local as well as our corporate management team, and just have some fun. Oh, very nice. The address that I saw on my invitation 1352 Highway 395 North 114 in Gardnerville, Nevada. That is correct. So all of our branch locations are available at firstcentennial.com. But of course, the easiest way to get any information on what's going on with us is to follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram. We constantly have flyers, events, classes, all sorts of stuff posted, and that's going to be the easiest way. Or just reach out to myself at ryanl at fctnv.com, and I would be happy to get any information over to you. Well, fantastic. So we're looking forward to seeing you, too, on the 28th of September, 4 o'clock in Gardnerville, Nevada, for the First Centennial Title Gardnerville Minden Grand Opening. It's going to be a great office down there. It's a good market, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person that day, Ryan. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Look for the short guy. You can't miss me. <laughs> well, we'll be in good company. Thank you very much. We have two guests joining us from United Federal Credit Union. We're going to look at some of the opportunities to make money, save money, and get into a habit of doing good business and banking transactions when we talk to our guests. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786 We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Many people ask what we can do to help future homeowners here. You know, the people that are renting and the people that don't have yet quite the capacity to purchase a home. Well, we want to help those people, but we also want to help the real little people that are future homeowners. I'm talking about the kids that are just getting into school. Maybe they're in second grade, third grade, fourth grade and they might be having trouble with their schoolwork. 
for whatever reason, they've fallen behind, maybe a grade, maybe two grades. And it's really a tragedy when you see these things happen. There's a great opportunity to get caught up, get your students caught up. There's an entity in town called Empower Youth Foundation. They help kids from underprivileged families, from children at risk. All kinds of challenges that exist in the system can be solved with better education. That's why we recommend you learn about the Empower Youth Foundation. They help these kids, grade school, middle school, high school, it doesn't matter. They can help kids get caught up as quickly in as little as 40 hours of work, maybe to get caught up one grade. Imagine that, learning how to read when you're in fifth and sixth grade. I know it sounds crazy, but a lot of kids haven't learned to read by then. Empower Youth is there to help. Visit the website to learn more. EmpowerYouthFoundation.org. With me in the studio today, I have two guests joining us from United Federal Credit Union. Maritza Rios Garcia is with us. She was on with us a little while back, but she is uh, back with us today to talk more about her work as a branch manager at United Federal Credit Union. Welcome back to the show. Yes, thank you for having me again, Peter. It's great to be here. Last time, you know, we were here, everything, we got good feedback, we heard a lot, we posted you on LinkedIn, a lot of people asked questions, so thank you for having us back. That's one of the nice things about a credit union versus a bank. It's a little bit easier to get some things done, and that includes communicating with people. In my business, Maritza, I have to interact with a lot of different banks in town because we do business with a lot of different clients, and in our work, we have to visit and interact with these banks off and on. And it's really amazing the difference when you go from one bank to another. Sometimes I go to a bank and it's not there anymore. They've closed. They've moved. Or some of them, they've only got an ATM now. (laughs) And when you do go to the bank, I mean, uh, the last time I went to a bank, I had to turn around because I saw for sure there was 45 minutes of waiting on the line ahead of me. I happened to be there on a Friday. Maybe that's the case at your credit unions too, but I haven't seen that. It just seems like things happen a little bit faster. How long have you been at United Federal? So now, April of this year, I've been there six years, four months now. Wow. So a long time. Well, does it seem that long? I mean, did it go fast? It went by fast. I, I absolutely love what I do. And I truly believe that if you love what you do, time flies. Yes. And if you do well, time flies. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. It just seems that that environment moves quickly. You brought a guest with you today, somebody new from United Federal Credit Union. I'll let you introduce him. Yes. So I brought with me Victor Salazar. He started a few months after me as a teller over at our Rob Drive location. Uh, Since then, when I was promoted from assistant manager to branch manager, transferred over to our in-store location, Victor applied for my member service advisor position, which is the banker position. Mm. Uh, He interviewed, interviewed well. I hired him, promoted him, and ever since then, he has followed me. Now he's with me at Double R and working on his next development to become a branch manager. Oh, that sounds outstanding, Victor. Congratulations. Sounds like you had a, a good run there, a good time. Yes, definitely. It's a great environment, and that fosters a lot of growth. Yeah. So it's very... A blessed opportunity to to work with such uh-huh. a great manager as well. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a I had a young person in, in my office uh, a couple of weeks ago, and that person just changed jobs again. You know, they changed jobs. She's changing jobs like every six months, it seems like. And so I asked the question again. I said, "Well, why did you leave this job?" Right. 
um, she said it was boring. Uh, I didn't, they didn't really have me doing anything. And I said, what was your environment? She says, I was in a small office with three desks, and there were two other coworkers in there on the computer most of the day. I said, well, do you like being on here? She says, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's kind of strange, kind of different. And there just was not that people, that social feeling there. And I still think, Victor, the social element of business has got to be still pretty important in the banking world. Yes, definitely. It's fostering and building those relationships with all our members that come to us for help. Yeah, yeah. And I like the fact that you call your customers, your clients, you call them members. Yes, definitely members. They they, they, there's a different feeling. Just like when, when somebody calls me a member of something, anything, there's a different feeling than when I'm just a uh, vendor or consumer, <laughs> somebody that I think we see now and then. Uh, that's one of the neat things. There's a there's a community element there, I would think. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it's just uh, just getting to be that point of contact for all our members and different members that come for any needs that they need. So in a typical bank in environment, I used to do some work in banks. Uh, sounds like a personal banker is what it sounds like to me at some of the other banks. Is that a similar role that you're playing than a personal banker? Yeah, definitely. So I, I handle anything that's accounts. Uh-huh. Um, so accounts, auto loans, mm-hmm. um, home equity loans, mm-hmm. uh, credit cards, uh, personal loans, uh-huh. and then also all the other, you know, if, if a member has fraud on there, I'm their contact. I'm the one that helps them calm down and and get through that and make sure that they feel good once they leave my office and they feel safe. Yep, guide them through the yes, process definitely. of getting things resolved. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I've heard one of some of the issues, some of the concerns that um, potential members of credit unions have is that they feel that since they travel all across the country and do business off and on all across the country, maybe they buy things across the country. Maybe they used to, nobody does anybody write checks anymore? I mean, they used to write checks, whatever it is. How do you alleviate that concern? Yeah, so we are part of the shared and co-op network for credit unions. Okay. Uh, shared branching is it, when you can go into another credit union and you do transactions there with your member number uh-huh. at those other credit unions. Uh-huh. Uh, co-op branching is through the ATM networks for the credit unions. Uh-huh. And then um, we also offer a $25, um, we waive $25 in ATM fees uh-huh. if they needed to go to, let's say, Wells Fargo or something like that. Really? Another mm-hmm. bigger bank, we'll mm-hmm. refund that at the end of the month. Oh, very nice. Well, that, that should certainly leave anybody's concerns. <laughs> yes. yes. How long have you been in Northern Nevada? Victor, are you a native? Did you move here? So I was brought when I was really young, so I consider myself native and, like, basically born here. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, you know, went through grade school, everything here. The childhood was here. So, yeah, yeah very... Very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, good. Are you, know, you married? Do you have family? Or are you? Yes, I'm married. I don't have any kids. I'm, I'm enjoying being uncle right now. Uncle. So we have, I have two nephews and two nieces. The youngest mm. is uh, going to be a year. Oh, nice. Uh, next month, so it's oh. really nice. <laughs> oh, that's fun. And nephews and nieces are a blast because Great. you can have a lot of fun with them, but you still don't have quite that responsibility, let's yes, say. But definitely. it's pretty close. Family is very important, and I get that family feeling when I go into a United Federal Credit Union branch. A lot of that has to do, too, with the fact that I see and hear things going on around the community. Maritza, 
I see you on social media sometimes with some activities that have been going on. Why don't you get our listeners caught up on how United Federal Credit Union gets involved with the community? What have you done? So we actually support a lot of nonprofit networks, uh, networking groups. We like to help our community. We like to volunteer. Uh, Most recently, Brooke, our senior relationship development manager, and I went to visit the schools in my area mm-hmm. to welcome them back, you know, to school, not only the teachers, but the students, yeah. and letting them know we were there for any of their financial needs. Uh, we actually have a couple events coming up. Tonight, we will be at Jay Wood Rot, the new elementary down off of South Meadows veterans uh, for their open house to meet the parents, the staff, the students. Uh, And also tomorrow we have a couple open houses at Damani and Galena. So we like to be very involved with the credit unions and or the schools. We're actually the school's credit union. And, you know, we started as the Reno teacher credit union back in the day so it's been well over 50 years education is a big part of the work you do to show your presence and to support the community my guest today maritza rios garcia is with us and she is the branch manager here in south meadows area on damani ranch and uh glad you're back on the show with us today also with us victor salazar and victor is also with united federal credit union victor when we come back i want to learn a little bit more about the interaction that you have with your customers with your members when they come in Uh, I'm, i'm sure you get all kinds of questions we'll be back after this a gratifying career as a csa head start teacher or early head start teacher is your chance of a lifetime Hello, I'm Yvette Clark, and I've been in Northern Nevada for over 50 years, and I've worked at CSA for one year. We do a family restaurant-style eating at Early Head Start, and the kids try all new foods. We would love to have you join us. Give us a call if you're interested, 775-786-6023. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. We are in our 18th year of weekly broadcasts, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. We also are very involved with helping people start businesses, launch businesses, and of course, buy and sell real estate. But a lot of the times that people have challenges, they don't really talk about what some of the true challenges are. We dig deeper. We know that many times those challenges have to do with something in the family. And in many cases, it has to do with child care. A lot of people just can't get good child care. And because of that, it affects their income because it affects their job. And it affects a lot of things in the dynamics of a great family. Thank goodness there's somebody here. I'm talking about Community Services Agency. They have a great Head Start and Early Head Start programs. They take kids as young as just a few months old all the way up to the time they're about to leave, you know, to school, to kindergarten, five years old. The kids are months to five years old. These are the kind of people that teachers work with at Community Services Agency. And more than anything, that's what they need. It's a great job. It's a great career to become a Head Start or early Head Start teacher. And sometimes the people we talk to say that they maybe don't think they have the education or the time. You'd be amazed what Community Services Agency can do for you. In many cases, they can help the right applicants pay for their education to become a teacher. Think about it. 
Becoming a teacher could be a great career move for you or a loved one that you know. Get all the details at Community Services Agency. Visit the website, csareno.org, or call the office number, 775-786-6023, and tell them Peter sent you. We're talking about all kinds of financial stuff today. Sure, buying a a house, selling a house, that takes a lot of financial knowledge. But getting ready to buy a house means you've got to really have your ducks in in order. You really have to have your finances lined up. But many people, unfortunately, they didn't have financial education in their world. That's why I'm glad that we've got United Federal Credit Union with us today. Maritza Rios Garcia is with us. And Maritza, you were talking about some of the things you do with the local schools Are you really talking about financial literacy for these students in uh, Northern Nevada? Absolutely. So we do a lot. We schedule with, you know, different schools. We do it, most of the branch managers and the uh, senior relationship development managers, Mm -hmm. including my boss, Meredith Williams. Uh, We all like to get involved. We schedule out for us to go out to the classes and present on financial literacy, Mm -hmm. how to manage their money, how to open their new account. Uh, We give them their first $25 to get their account started. No kidding. So uh, we talk to them about building credit, uh-huh. uh, buying their new car. So we let them know, you know, what hurts their credit, what can help their credit. There's a lot of participation. Students enjoy that. The teachers enjoy that. Yeah. We enjoy it. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of that. So what are the grade levels or age ages of the students that you're working with? So we have started, so initially we were just teaching juniors and seniors. And now the teachers have given us feedback, Mm -hmm. and we have also taught sophomore classes now. Okay. So So a little bit on the younger side. Yes. I don't think you can learn about financial literacy too soon in life, quite frankly. I had to learn at a very young age. I think it was six years old. I looked in my wallet, and I realized I was broke. (laughs) No money. Well, you know, you got to put some money in there some way. So I started to figure out, out how I could stash some cash, you know, a few nickels or dimes or whatever. And you know what was really amazing to me, Maritza and Victor, was not that I had 15 cents in this jar now, but it was that I felt different when I knew that I had that there. Even if I plan on getting it out tomorrow, it's just you have a feeling of, well, maybe it's anticipation is one of them, but there's also a feeling of security when you have your financials in order. And I had 15 cents in order at about six years old. Started to feel pretty good. Yes. How do you? What? How do the students feel when they feel like they're making progress? And what are some of the questions that they have? So you know, we've received really good questions where they say, "Well, you know, why do I need to start worrying about credit right now if I'm only 16 mm-hmm. and I cannot start building credit until you're 18?" Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we remind them. You have your first big purchase for most students is your first car loan. Whether it's a new car loan used, you want to make sure that you're saving up for that. What are you spending your money on? Is it really worth, you know, that $7 uh, cup of Starbucks every day? How much does that add to? And a lot of the times when we have had them do activities with us and we say, all right, let's calculate your expenses. They start writing down stuff, and it, you know they're in shock that they're spending three, four hundred dollars a month. That, in all reality, I mean, they really didn't need to spend. Sure. 
And so, you know, they they really enjoy doing the she and it's an eye opener anytime we leave. They always we always get emails, even cards to the branch thanking us for, mm-hmm. you know, allowing us. They've even come back to open accounts mm-hmm. with us. So it's great to see because a lot of the time, even me when I was younger, I never got to be a part of that. So there was never anybody coming in to teach me, you know, financials and how to handle my money. It was mostly at home. So this is something it's a great program that United Federal Credit Union offers. And I stand by it and we have heard nothing but good feedback i can imagine it sounds so exciting to work with young people yes um that's why the schools is the perfect fit for what you're doing um a lot of times as i mentioned in my case i felt different when i had my first 15 cents of of uh, money in financial order and i know other kids have to feel the same way they've got to feel more uh, responsible more uh uh, more strength in their decisions, you know, more capacity, all of those things that an adult wants if they're saving money. And, uh, that, of course, you're doing that at the office. I know you guys have a pretty good deal, a pretty good, uh, a re- really a listing of deals available uh, at interest rates that I'm not really familiar. Victor, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. One of our biggest uh, rates and interests that you can earn on your savings products yeah. right now are, are, are our CDs. Okay. We have a great nine-month CD for uh, 5.25, and that's with an ultra checking account. Uh-huh. And then our other one would be a 14-month CD at 5%, also with an ultra checking account. Uh, what are the dollar amounts that you have to put in? Yeah, so like minimum that? for a CD is 500 Well, that's, that's a lot lower than I thought it would be, $500. Yeah, that's the minimum. And you're earning, give me that percentage again. I'm, I'm really, uh, 5.25 really. 5.25, uh-huh. And 5% for their 14-month. Yeah, you know, this is so reminiscent of when I was a young man, and we were going through high interest rates, and many savings and loans in those days they had, and banks, uh, credit unions too, they were paying real high interest rates. They were like 8 9 10%. In some of them, and I'm kind of thinking that I see potential there for generating some income. If your money's just sitting around in a checking account or in a uh, 1% savings account, this would make much more sense. Yes, definitely. It's, you know, make your make your money work for you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, you've got to really keep up with the world of finances if you're going to keep up with your own world. So, if somebody has a checking account. They have a diff- They get a little bit better rate. Is yeah, that correct? you get a little bump up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a point one zero percent, and that would get you to the the max. To the max that we offer. So talk about the checking accounts. Uh, would that qualify? Would a, somebody that had just a personal checking account? Does it require a business checking account? So it'd be the ultra checking. Okay. Yeah, I see and that. Then, yeah. yeah, our ultra checking all also offers five uh, percent. Uh huh. Um, there are a couple steps that you would need to do with that to qualify for the interest. Um, and that would be just sign up for online banking and e-statements, have a direct deposit or automatic payment coming in or out of the account. Mm-hmm. And then uh, use your debit card uh, or credit card if you have one with us uh, 20 times as a non-pin based transaction. Mm-hmm. Like when you buy your groceries or you pay your utilities or stuff like that? Right? Yeah, just pay your utilities, mm-hmm. use that tap function, um, just uh, swipe and s- swipe and sign, Yeah, um, just not using your pen. Maritza, last time you were on the show with us, you had two other guests, uh, Brooke 
Sweeting was with us. Yes. And you also had a mortgage lender that day. It was Aaron Henson. Aaron Henson, of course. Yes. Of course. And Aaron uh, and I were talking about the great opportunities in the world of mortgage. Many of the mortgage opportunities that he talked about really require zero down payment from the borrower. Of course, depending on a few uh, specific items. However, um, it was very uh, exciting to visit with him. Then I recently heard that you all have a special mortgage offer that is available through United Federal Credit Union, even though he's not here. Can you give me the generals on that? Yes. So we do have, so it's a a limited time offer. It's $850 off your mortgage closing costs. Um, You would just have to present the coupon to any United Federal Credit Union branch, Uh uh um, and they will connect you to their advisor. Yep. And uh, once you're, so it would be on a new mortgage with United Federal, and then you would need to talk to the mortgage advisor or visit our uh, visit us at unitedfcu.com and then um, slash mortgage offer. Uh-huh. I'm sure if you contact any of the United Federal Credit Union branches here in Northern Nevada, ask them about that in, that information. If they don't have it, call me. I've got a I've got a coupon right here. That's exciting. Yeah. Everybody loves to save money. Eight hundred fifty dollars. That's not small change. And our mortgage advisors are amazing. I can tell you, I mean, if they're not at the branch at that time, we call their cell phone and they will get in touch with that person immediately. It really is interesting, the mortgage world. I used to be a mortgage lender. About 10 years ago, I had put uh, just over 10 years in the business. And uh, it was always like uh, there's always you're always on call when you're a mortgage <laughs> lender. Things, decisions have to be made sometimes at the, right away. There's not much time because there's so many quick deals in the world of mortgage. Well, it's, you know, about buying houses. People want to buy a specific house. There might be two or three offers, and they need to tweak the mortgage application or the mortgage approval uh, in order to get that new submission for that next offer in within X number of minutes, and if it doesn't happen, they lose out a deal. So the mortgage lender, he's got to be there, she's got to be there on time and ready to go. I want to talk more about the mortgage world. We'll look quickly at the stats from the Sierra Nevada Realtors and find out more about some big events coming up that United Federal Credit Union is involved with. Coming up after this break, Sherry Hill from Sage International will join us with some very special insight on registration of names. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. In the studio is Sherry Hill, President, CEO, and the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? Excellent. Sherry Hill, people are thinking about things like well, you know, their taxes, which come up on a usual basis. And, you know, maybe if they're working on a will or maybe working on a, uh, a, a living trust of some sort, those things everybody's working on because they're kind of common, but sometimes people overlook the simple things. And that's where big problems can happen from simple things like how you write your name. 
you were telling me the other day that you've had some discussion with people that have name issues. Um, I, other than Rodney Dangerfield, I can't think of anybody with name issues. What, let our listeners know a little bit about what the discussion is. So, Peter, I do a lot of work with uh, individuals all around the country, and oftentimes we're transferring their real estate under their LLC or we're transferring real estate under their living trust. And what I'm discovering is that so many people, when they buy a property, and it doesn't matter how far back, for some reason, they're never seeing the deed as to how they're going to take title. So it has come up over and over and over again where people take title in not their full legal name, but maybe the name they like to go by or a whole bunch of different middle initials or their name is spelled incorrectly. And I have to correct all that when I do deeds, but it gets very complicated because sometimes I have to prove with driver's license. So my recommendation for people is when you're buying property, always double check that the name going on title is what is on your driver's license. Well, so, but, but I know, Sherry, I know some people that are like, for instance, I know a Cynthia, but she goes by Cindy all the time. And I, she even has Cindy on her banking checks, right? She's got Cindy, and even though I know her real name is Cynthia for some reason people get hung up on their names she's told me that she hates Cynthia that's why she only uses Cindy but I have well, talked but, to her. but think about it so when you have to sign a deed to transfer real estate under your LLC or your living trust you have to sit in front of a notary public yeah and that notary public has to uh, approve and show that the person signing the document is actually the person authorized to sign the document. So if I come in with all these weird names, which is not on my driver's license, and then I expect to be able to sign a deed, it complicates things. So Bob and Robert, uh, I've had a lot of issues with Bob and Robert in the past. And um, when Robert sees something with Bob, he says, oh, well, yeah, that's me. Of course it's me. Bob is just short for Robert. But yet some of the transactions and some of the paperwork from Robert or Bob, well, it doesn't match the other one. I can see where that could be a problem. Do people, If somebody really follows, let's say, the letter of the law, right, where it has to be exact, does it have to be exact, Sherry, in the world of real estate? Well, it, it should certainly be exact in the world of real estate. Especially if you're getting a loan. I mean, you're signing legal documents. You're on the hook for a large commitment. And so the lender is sourcing your name. They're requiring tax records. They're requiring a copy of your driver's license. So somehow in that translation between I'm buying the property and the title company or people that do it themselves or it's a cash deal and don't go through a title company, they don't think about... What happens when 10, 15, 20 years down the road, I need to do something with that real estate, and now the name on title doesn't match who I am today? Sherry, I was thinking about the work I used to do as you were talking about this. I was a mortgage lender about 10 years ago. I did that for a long time, over 10 years. And I remember that we had to be really careful when we did a mortgage application to make sure that it matched 
the driver's license because we were going to run a credit report under that name. And then sometimes that credit report would show other names that this person might have used when they rented an apartment or rented a car or something. It all shows up on the credit reports, you see. And our job was just to make sure that, you know, we don't, we don't see any fraud there. When we finally got the deal done and we sent our borrower to sign papers at the title company, in most cases, Sherry, I was there with my clients. I'm that, I was that kind of a lender. I went to practically every signing. However, I do remember the escrow officer being really particular to see that all the names matched, that the driver's license matched. And so what I'm thinking now is, how could this happen? How could you be talking about this problem of people using all these different names? And then you said it. If they use a lender. If they use a lender, the lender's going to make sure all the names match because they can't get a loan through if the names don't match. But if you're doing something, let's say for cash, or it's just an inheritance, somebody's just signing over property to their, their son or daughter because they're ready to move on to a different part of the world, whatever the deal is, I can see where that can be huge. Well, it gets even deeper because sometimes you take title with a spouse and the spouse dies and maybe you took title to the property back in the 80s, the 90s, even the early 2000s, that spouse has died. But how they took title was not their full legal name. So here again, how do you prove that the person on title is actually the person whose death certificate says something completely different, like their legal name, Mm -hmm. moving into now the, you know, uh, surviving spouse? So it just, it gets very complicated. So my advice is when you buy any real estate, you want to double check the documents that are being signed during that transaction reflect your full legal name. What is on your driver's license? Because it's not about the buy, it's about the sell and what's going to come down the, uh, the pipe years later that there could be a problem. So it sounds to me like, Sherry, it's easy to do a deed incorrectly and get it filed. (laughs) It's easier to do that, right? However, to fix it on the other end, it's not easy? Is that what you're saying? It's it's not all that easy because now you have to really prove, does this person have a authority to sign this deed? Yeah, if the person person is no longer living, it's pretty hard to get confirmation. And if their death certificate doesn't match what's on, what I'm saying is I'm doing a ton of deeds for uh, clients that are moving their real estate under their living trust. So Mm -hmm. these are all older folks, right? And many of the deeds, when they took title, are dated back from the 80s and the 90s. And today, (laughs) it's like how, you know, if they were using their, you know, not their full legal name. And I mean, it just, all I'm saying is it's happening over and over and over again to the point where I'm just shocked uh, by some of the work being produced out of these older title companies mm-hmm. and people doing stuff on their own. Yeah. Right. Well, that's and the worst. remember, a recorder will accept what you show up with, right? They record it. They're not checking. They're not doing all. They're not validating. So even if somebody re- goes to a, a county recorder's office with something that's incorrect, misspelling of a name, uh, nickname instead of a real name, it's very possible, Sherry, you're saying that that will continue to move forward and suddenly put a cloud on this whole deal. There, there can certainly be cloud on title down the road 
if in fact uh, you know the names aren't matching because at some point whatever transaction is going to end up at a title company yeah. on the sell side yeah. and pretty soon you've got all these wonky names out there that aren't you not on your driver's license and it can become a real problem especially if there are um, deaths of spouses or uh, you named a kid way back on your property and something happened to them and they got married and changed their name you know all of it sherry i love <laughs> talking with you on the radio about things in business because well it, the, i have a feeling these aren't things that you have just read about or heard about but you've probably been involved with have you been involved personally? Has your business, Sage International, had to clean up messes, get things Every corrected? Day. Every day. When this it, is why when it's so when it top involved, of mind. That's why. So, so the name, <laughs> just a simple little name misspelling exactly. can create all this work? Well, here, here's, let's, let's take it even another complication. So you have someone's name, and that's their name, and then they go form a limited liability company. This is not me. They didn't use me. They used someone else or they did it on their own. And the name on the articles and the name on whatever annual doesn't match their name, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now you have amendments that have to be cleaned up. You can't walk into a bank account. You can't transfer a property from your name into the LLC if your names don't match. Mm -hmm. And so why I'm, I'm... I mean, thank goodness I know how to do this, and I clean up a ton of stuff, but I've just been blown away over the last three months. Mm -hmm. Every single deed that I have touched, I have almost had to do some kind of extraordinary thing to clean it up. You know, many times in real estate, Sherry, I know that things have to happen promptly. If people are closing a transaction, I don't care if you're buying, selling, doing a big amendment, a lease, whatever it is, in most cases, there's a time factor because people are busy. Interest rates change fast. Deals and terms change fast. So when you need to close a deal or even clean up a deal, it has to be happen quickly. The last thing you want is an issue about the wrong name. Here's my recommendation. If your name is Robert, Bob, Pete, Peter, Jean, Eugene, Mary, Marilyn, you know what I'm saying. If there's a nickname involved with your name, if you know of any documents that have your nickname instead of your real name, call Sherry Hill. Call Sage International, 800-254-5779, or visit the website. Sageintl.com. And tell them Peter sent you. Sherry, it's been great to have you on the show. Always protect your name. Well, I just want to make sure that people take that into consideration. Spell your name properly. Always use. Who the, are you? The, Do you know who you are? That's the question you know, I have to keep asking. If you're not sure, look at your driver's license. <laughs> That's right. That's your name. <laughs> use that name. We thank you for being on a radio show today, Sherry Hill. Hope you come back and visit with us sometime soon. Thank you, Peter. We'll be back with more from Maritza Rios Garcia and Victor Salazar at United Federal Credit Union after this. Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entity or entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you do not understand how to obtain solid liability protection, effective tax reduction, or have never given any thought to the importance of exit or estate planning issues, then the Sage Facilitator Program was designed specifically for you. 
To learn more, call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 and schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. The Sage clients enrolled in the Sage Facilitator Program have discovered that this proprietary process creates tremendous peace of mind for themselves and their families. It's time for you to stop worrying by calling 775-786-5515 to learn more so we can help you today. Call Sage International. Fun for all ages. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I have guest Henry Penix, who is a global entrepreneur and international speaker, chairman and co-founder of Soak Technologies, which is all about the role of technology in promoting well-being by the use of sound frequency. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I love to earn money on my investments. I love to see appreciation in my home, in the values, and, well, there's just such a good thing about things going up. But to do all that and to risk losing it because of some stupid person, well, it would just be a horrible thing. I'm talking about protecting yourself anytime you're doing e-banking. You know, you're getting online, you're signing into your accounts, you want to look around, you want to take care of some business, you want to move some money. Uh, still, Some people still don't quite have it that you really have to protect yourself in many ways, like changing your password on a regular basis and using passwords that are not easy for somebody to decipher. I was talking to a friend in Dallas recently, and he told me he did some work on how long it would take for a thief, a cyber thief, to crack your password. Hmm, I asked. How long would it take? He said, well, if your password is really short, uh, let's say it's maybe only four or five words or four or five numbers only, just numbers, four or five numbers, there are programs out there that can decipher those passwords instantly. If you move up to even eight password numbers in a row, that's your password, the computers of today could decipher that password instantly. Of course, if you use upper and lower cases, in addition to numbers, it'll take them a little bit longer, 13 minutes. Can you imagine? Your eight-digit password can be deciphered in 13 minutes. Well, so you have to do other things. You have to use maybe upper and lower cases and symbol of some sort. That will give you four days to take that computer that is out there today that could look for your password. So what really are some of the optimum numbers of passwords that you should look at? Well, the experts are telling me you need 10 digits in your password. If you have 10 digits and it's just numbers, well, it won't decipher it right away. It can decipher it in 40 seconds. However, once you start to change those a little bit and you start adding um, other symbols and you start up upper and lower cases, and if you have upper cases, lower cases, symbols and numbers... 10 digits at computers of today that are cracking these codes, it would take them 100 years. 100 years. And if you include numbers, upper and lower cases, and the final two symbols, then that code would take more than 928 years. Here's the basic thing I'm recommending. Use 10 digits in your password, 10 digits or more. Make sure you have an uppercase, a lowercase, a special symbol, And if you really want to protect yourself, maybe two symbols. 
change your passwords on a regular basis. This is what I'm hearing from my friend in Dallas. And he also says that you should avoid creating a password that is easy to figure out pretty quickly, like the names of your kids, your pets, your spouses. Uh, you want to forget about those inter- in- in anniversaries. Forget them in your passwords only. Always remember to buy your wife flowers. And don't forget those birthdays. But don't use them for passwords. And don't use common na- you know, words for a password, like the word password. Believe it or not, a lot of people use that for their password. What's your password? Password. They think they're playing that game that used to be on TV many years ago. It was called password. The other thing that some people do is they put really simple single words related to what they do. Like if beekeeper uses honey, forget it. That's too easy to figure out. And then common substitutes are no good. You know, sometimes we use the number four for the word four. When some people use the number three uh, or, uh, you know, to represent an E. Some people use a dollar sign to represent a five. Well, the computer criminals know that. So don't do it. Anything to do with your favorite Thing. The things that you like, do not use those because that's what cyber thieves are experts at. They try to find out about your lifestyle, and then that makes it easy to type in your password. Here's something else some people are doing. When they type in their password, they actually go one key up on the keyboard. So the password doesn't say what they're saying. It's just that keyboard. Well, a lot of people did that thinking they could fool the criminals, right? Wrong. They've got that programmed already. It's one of the first things they look for. Change your password often, save your money, grow your wealth, and take care of your family. Today we're talking with two members of the United Federal Credit Union family. Maritza Rios-Garcia is with us. She's the branch manager in South Meadows. DeMonte Ranch also with us. Victor Salazar. Victor is a member service advisor at United Federal Credit Union. We have talked about a lot of things that have been going on, but uh, I know there's more coming from United Federal Credit Union. Maritza, give us a little bit of a the heads up of what's happening here soon. One of our uh, events that we sponsor is the Hometown Heroes Night Out. Um, this event uh, raises money towards scholarships for college-bound cancer survivors. Uh-huh. So it is super fun. There's food, drinks, there's auction items, and, you know, they usually have a cancer survivor speak uh, that day of the event and talk about how thankful and how much this organization really helped. Mm -hmm. So it's a great event. I would highly recommend to attend. Uh, One of our branch managers actually uh, sits on the board for them. So Mm -hmm. definitely an event we would would recommend. Where where could people get that information if they wanted to? Is there a website they can visit? Yeah, so they can visit My Hometown Heroes. Okay. um, And then and we also have it all over our website. So mm-hmm. uh, we have that. So it would be My Hometown Heroes, and uh, you will find that either at, on Google, and it'll be on uh, Victorian Avenue. So that new, uh, where the restaurants are at, that, mm-hmm. that's where it's going to be, right next to the movie theater. Yeah, well, that sounds yeah. good. And then another one that we have coming, we're also going to be at uh, Damani Ranch's Homecoming. On the uh, on September 22nd, uh, so we will have a table at the entrance. We're going to be raffling gift cards, uh, giving out prizes, and you know, getting to meet parents and students and watching the football games. So. I love high school football. I've been following high school football here in Northern Nevada for the past several years. One of our coworkers has a 
uh, son who's playing football for a local team and we've just been all around to all the different stadiums and have had a great time and uh, I just think it's a great way to really get back to community and uh, you know the spirit of good sportsmanship and family you yes. really find that at high school football plus the concession stands are a blast yes <laughs> I exactly. love that. It's, like, it's just so good you know it's so much fun and uh there's so many different elements when you go to high school football. It's, it's the game, yes, but it's the band, and it's the cheerleaders. And I love watching the coaches do their work. And there's always younger kids, future high school football players that are out there just dreaming of their day when they're going to get there. It's very exciting. I remember it well. Yes, yes. Definitely, you know, if you could come out, come out. It's fun. You will see us at the front mm. greeting people. But, you know, we're excited to support all the football players, all the parents. Oh, and yeah people that are going to come out and join us very nice your members must really love you and i i know it's not just the younger people that love you because you also get involved with events that target an older audience talk to us about some of the things coming up there yeah we have our one of our biggest events that we do annually it's our barrels and bites oh i love barrels and bites it's been several years since i've been there mm -hmm. What a blast that was. Yeah, and that's coming in, uh, coming up on the 8th of uh, September. Uh -huh. And then this is this, benef this benefits the Boys and Girls Club of, of Truckee Meadows. Yes. That one there. We also, we're going to have a diamond drop that is um, with uh, Michaels and Sons. Now, I know the jeweler Michaels and Sons. They're located, I believe they're on in Midtown. And uh, that diamond drop, so how does that work? Yeah, it's uh so one in one in five hundred chance to to win a one carat diamond. So it's a twenty dollar twenty dollar per entry ah, ticket. It's one in five hundred, huh? Yes. That's pretty good. Don't tell my wife about that, okay? <laughs> I don't want her to know. if she hears that, I know she's gonna pull a hundred dollar bill out of my wallet. That sounds like great odds. Yeah, yeah it sounds great. And as you're entering, we, you know, United usually has a big table at the beginning. We're yeah. handing you a cup of champagne. You can purchase the tickets with us there. You enter to win. And then um, once it closes, then um, my boss, Meredith Williams, will go up and pick the winner. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. So for any of our listeners that have not been to Barrels and Bites, let me tell you that I've been there several times. And it is, it's truly one of the most amazing events I've seen and participated in Northern Nevada. First of all, it's exactly what it says. It's barrels and bites. It's all kinds of libations. It's beer, it's wine, it's uh, different kinds of cocktails, different kinds of mocktails. And bites, unbelievable. You get all kinds of different opportunities to sample some of the top restaurateurs and food outlets, including some of the grocery stores, uh, all around the area, and they serve it all, all kinds of foods. It's really an amazing, amazing thing to go. You run into a bunch of friends. I've seen so many good people there. And then you discover all of these great uh, boutique wines and, and beverages, and it's truly, truly a blast. Well worth the money. Believe it or not, look, I know $100 is a lot of money. That's what it costs for presale. It's $125 the day of. But if you and a guest go to this event... You will thank me if you've never been there. It is awesome. Yes, it is actually one of the best events, I will say. I have attended last year. I was out of the country and missed it, and I was actually very sad I couldn't be there. But Did you cancel your trip this year? 
This year, I didn't plan anything. As soon as I knew the day, I said, nope, I am not going to miss that. So <laughs> you guys will get to see a lot of United folks there. Uh, it, it's a great event. Like you said, Peter, it is, you know, you get to network, meet a lot of new people. There's a lot of uh, companies there. You get to try maybe like drinks that you haven't tried before. Right. It, right. It's amazing. I definitely recommend this is an event that you don't want to miss. Absolutely. Victor Salazar, Member Service Advisor at United Federal Credit Union. Victor, have you been to the Barrels and Bites yourself? I have not, but I am going this year. So. Are you going to go? Oh, see, I've got <laughs> one guy already. One guy has already said he's going. Sign me up. <laughs> you will do, it's going to be so much fun. Take a guest. They, whatever guest you take, they will love you for life. That Barrels and Bites is awesome. And the Boys and Girls Club, it's an outstanding organization. We've interacted with them on a number of times during our radio shows, uh, and uh, great, great organization to support. I commend you for the work you're doing. Thank you. Maritza Rios-Garcia, if anybody has any questions, wants to learn more about anything at United Federal Credit Union, what's the best way to reach you? So you can reach me either um, at the branch, at my location, at the double R location, or at 775-329-6673, extension 6852, or by email at mrios-garcia at unitedfcu.com. And my NMLS license number is 606639. Very good. We'll put all of your contact information on our website. Make it easy for people to find you. Thank you. Victor Salazar has been with us, too. Victor, it's really great to have you on our show. I hope you've uh, enjoyed being here. I have. It's been a great opportunity, and um, I've enjoyed my time. Well, I would encourage anybody who has any questions, too, about United Federal Credit Union, whether you're a member already or you want to become a member, I'd recommend you visit with Victor. Victor, what is the best way to reach you? Yeah, it's, uh, my phone number is 775-329-6673, mm-hmm. extension 5844, and my email is vsalazar at com, and my NMLS number is one eight seven zero five one nine. Very good. Your information will be on our website, too, Victor. We'll make it easy for people to find you. That's at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. I want to thank you both again for being here. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends and family to tune in, too, and then they'll make a great deal when they come to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I have guest Henry Penix, who is a global entrepreneur, an international speaker, chairman and co-founder of Soak Technologies, which is all about the role of technology in promoting well-being by the use of sound frequency. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.